A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast, hosted by male and racial best friend duo. A claim I have not fact-checked in some time. Now that I think about it, and frankly, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind if someone, if a male and racial best friend duo came burst onto the scene. It'd be a lot funnier <laughs> if we were the second or third. <laughs> or in a that rivalry. category. Yeah, I wouldn't mind some any sort of rivalry. That. You could also <laughs> sell new merch. Updated merch with the proper ranking, number three. <laughs> you know, first isn't always what. <laughs> no, yeah. second or third ain't bad. What's the old lead dog? Something I don't know. <laughs> View never changes for the. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, we welcome competition in the category. A pretty good episode, AB. How could it not be? A legit two on one. One stays and one's goes. Yeah. Did it live up to your expectations? No, I was underwhelmed. Underwhelming two-on-one. Is that because of the leave? Yes. All right. That's part of it. There's a good mailbag question. Someone wants us to rank all the leaves in two-on-one history. We'll get to it at the end. Spoiler Do you alert. have it? Do you have the list? No, I Do don't. Do you have a list? No. But I have a question. Oh. I think we could prepare one for next Oh, for next week, sure. Week or some somewhere down the yeah. line. <laughs> okay. Because that's what the two on one come, just comes down to is how humiliating is the leave for the person who well, I think doesn't it depends get the rest. It depends on a couple things. That, two things actually, just two. The leave, and then how much, how much hatred do the two people have for each other? Yeah. How how long standing is their rivalry? And that's, I think this two-on-one lacked in both. The main person that was against Shanae wasn't Genevieve this whole time. This is kind of a new thing. Like, we don't really have a backstory for these two. It was kind of just like all the other girls. There could have been two people before that that would have been better two-on-one opportunities Yeah, it's been a while. They're getting their feet back on it. They're getting their bearings. It's been so long (laughs) since we've had a two-on-one. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, you should have just kept yeah. one of the other people here. Genevieve is kind of like a fourth tier combatant, yeah. to, combatant to Shanae. <laughs> so I don't know. Let's Let talk me about wanting more. I, I, I'm with you, but it's been so long that I, I give it the. I still, it's a positive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying this was a bad thing that it happened. To start the date, I personally feel robbed 
of a scene where they're all three on a boat pretending to have fun mm-hmm. while getting mm-hmm. soaked by the falls. I fully expected them to be on the, you know, like a yeah, the office. This is the uh, yeah, the when you're thinking of the falls getting drenched uh you think the office. And we didn't get that <laughs> That's scene. One thing you think of when you think of Niagara <laughs> That's what you think falls. of. I'm sorry. <laughs> When I when I saw this, I thought when I saw this, this last like week, I thought this is just like The Office when they had the the ponchos on and they're getting married. It was a beautiful scene. That's the main thing I think of with the falls. The only thing, in fact, they are not unfortunately on the boat. They're on a comfortable outdoor couch, far away from the water. Yeah, Clayton pulls Genevieve first, so they walk from the three person couch to a two person couch, fifteen feet away. Just around the corner, of, uh, just around a bush, on the other side of a bush. <laughs> what did you make of this uh, conversation between Clayton and Genevieve, AB? She kept Genevieve, she didn't, she kept away from Genevieve, which I think was smart. From Sinead? Sinead, excuse me, yes. Yeah, she didn't bring up anything with Sinead, because she, again, the this isn't a rivalry, so they're really, what was she going to say? I don't think, I don't think they're connected that closely. Mm. But she immediately started crying. Talking about how this week was tough. Well, she like we said, she knows the weight of the She's, two on one. That's what I was gonna say. She basically said, "I'm on a fucking two on one here." Well, how do you think I'm doing? <laughs> how do you think I'm doing, Clayton? <laughs> this is terrible. Do you understand what I'm on? You understand this, Clayton? <laughs> do you get even, it? Even if I get do this, you rose, even I know get I'm not it, going to hometown, Clayton. Clayton. Do you even get what you did by putting me on this date? That's the vibe she was giving off. Do you even understand what's going on here? <laughs> I'm Jim. on a two-on-one. Okay? <laughs> Means I'm not going idea? to hometowns. <laughs> even if I win this. Doesn't mean anything. I'm done. <laughs> best case scenario at this point is getting some staying power and getting onto paradise. That's the best case scenario at this point. She says her feelings are growing every day. Might come off a little distant. Doesn't yeah. want... Doesn't she's not trying to be that way? She's trying to be vulnerable and open, honest. Wants to find love, but even she knows in the back of her head that it's not possible with Clayton any longer. Because again, Probably. she's on a two-on-one. Clayton says that means a lot. Thank us. Thank Meanwhile, you. Meanwhile, Shanae is watching this unfold from I don't know. Yeah, she's uh, peeking yards around a little, away, a few yeah. yards. <laughs> they have her peering around a tree, like what's going on. You could have you took five steps to your right, and you would have had a direct line of sight of what was happening. <laughs> what did you think about her picking up the rose, Rim? What did she do with it? Just held it. Just held it. Yeah, yeah just held it. Don't touch it. That's my. Oh, is it like opinion. Stanley Cup? Don't touch that. <laughs> Unless you earn that rose, don't touch that rose. That rose is there for the winner. Don't touch That's it. That's fair. Well, hey. Period. You can't leave Shanae alone around all around the road. She's going to swipe it. <laughs> it's a good scene, though. Clayton pulls her. Yeah, good connection when we're together, but there's some tension, he says. Uh, no one likes when you're around. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Care to comment? <laughs> Anybody, uh, clarify why everyone seems to dislike you and your presence. <laughs> Shanae says she doesn't trust Genevieve. She overheard her the night before saying she wants to go home. Do you think this was just completely made up? Uh, probably, yeah. Or out, of, definitely out of context. Yeah, like she was probably talking about packing probably, because she had to pack. They both had to pack. You have a two yeah. on one. That's how it goes. 
That's the whole point. Like that's the whole point <laughs> of the luggage deal. One hundred percent out of context, and I'm not yeah. willing to say that she didn't completely make it up. I think, that's yeah. where I'm at. Truth is probably somewhere in the middle. She probably was like, "Oh, I got a pack tonight. I might go home <laughs> yeah. because I'm on a two on one." Like you left that part out. She <laughs> yeah. also mentions the word actress. Sinead believes Genevieve is here to gain recognition and pursue an acting career. She didn't say as much, but that was the implication. Just a reminder, Sinead just last week compared herself to Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She just did that. <laughs> if you were to ask Sinead, what's your, what are you, what are you most proud of, of your performance on this season? She would say, my, my acting act- abilities <laughs> is what I it's really all about for didn't me. know I had this in me, but now I believe in myself. <laughs> I didn't come in here wanting to pursue acting, but now I've proven it on the big stage. I think I'm going to try and go for it. (laughs) I'm an actress now. (laughs) She also does a shimmy. Now, I've got a couple notes about her little shimmy. She she does the Steph Curry little shoulder shake. She's done several of those, always in celebration of something. But this shimmy occurred, and then she started crying. Mm. I think... Don't oh, let that, that deceive that you. Acting I, tick? I think it was still a sh- celebration shimmy celebrating that she convinced Clayton Genevieve wanted to be an actress. <laughs> and then she was like, dang. And then and she was hyping herself up to go. It was this. This next thing was a heat check where she's crying, talking about <laughs> having not been in love before. That's how I perceive this. I I can buy that. Yeah. Why did you make it to the camera? She was gloating about the successful waterworks. I don't know what to think. <laughs> what do you mean? She's tricking. She's openly tricking the bachelor. I just don't. And she, she has to know. Like, you're not going to win the season. And then you and Clayton, let's say you let's. Let's just say best case watch scenario. This and be okay with you? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> so she obviously knows she's not going to win anymore. So she's doing stuff to be the villain. Is the only way to because she's not going to win and then watch back with Clayton and then he's going to be like, yeah, you just said you were in acting the whole time and then that would be over. Hey, so if about? you were actually trying to still win, you wouldn't be talking like this to the camera. I just when I see scenes like that, I go. Uh, well, the producers are standing right there watching, like they're two feet away. She's essentially talking to them. So as, you know, as awful as Shanae is, she's not acting independently. The people who make the oh, show no, no, want no, no. her to behave this way. Why else would she be celebrating? Like, this is like the fifth time she's gone. The dumbass bachelor bought my act. <laughs> well, they're and, asking and they're her not questions. Telling him. Do you think it's the... I've seen some stuff about people being like, they can't believe the producers are doing this to Clayton. Do you you think it's their place to, if someone, if someone is openly talking to the camera about not being here for the right reasons and Mm -hmm. tricking him, should the producers step in? I, well, let me get your answer first. I think they, the producers say like, we have the the best yeah, the intentions back. at heart for the leads. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's not. I mean, that's just not reality. It's not the case. They, they have to thread the needle between. They want this person to behave a certain way so they can get entertainment value out of it. But I do think there's probably a line at some point, and I think it happened on this date, where they were like, you know what? Hey, we gotta. We'll come clean. She's 
lying. Sinead's been lying to you about this, this, and this. Give the roast to Genevieve. We don't want to drag you through this even further. I don't think they'd like ne- uh, refrain from telling the leads any of that stuff. I almost feel like they wouldn't tell him something that he... I don't... I feel like they're there to help him with stuff he has seen. So if he has... I don't feel like stuff that they catch on camera, they would ever tell him. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, for example, earlier this season, the girl was talking about uh, having a side piece at home. If she had not said that, let's say she just said that to the camera, I don't think the producers would have said anything, and I think I'm okay with that. I wasn't prepared for an ethics discussion on this level. <laughs> I think, I think I'm think okay I... with that. If they, if it's caught on camera, but he's not seeing it, I don't think it's their place to tell him. I don't know. That's just part of the show. I don't think there's a hard and I think they play yeah. by ear. I don't think there's a firm rule either way. Anyway, they kiss. Yeah, they kiss. Clayton returns, delivers the rose. I think he thought, what did you make of this moment? He thought this was going to be like a capital M moment where he was like, Genevieve, are you an actress? I was confused by all of this. He sits down and basically accuses her of something, right? So one person has brought something up to your attention and you accuse her of it. I thought he handled it very poorly and I thought she was going home because of it. I did too. But she was so shocked by the question that she was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You almost wonder if he extrapolated, you know, like actress is an adjective you could use for someone. He extrapolated that to mean she's here solely to pursue an acting career and thus Mm -hmm. can't be trusted, which is a strange thing on his own. And then when Genevieve responded like this, he was like, oh, well, I expected to have caught you in a lie of some sort. That's almost what I got, too. Now I'm going to walk away and be like, I don't don't know what to do. He didn't prepare for this response, which was the only response he was ever going to get. You think he, he he was getting her in a gotcha moment? Yeah, and, she's and when it like, didn't yes. happen, <laughs> yeah, I am here for being an actress. You got me. When it didn't happen, he completely flipped. Like I feel like he went into that conversation looking to catch her and was going to give the rose to Shanae with the way he addressed it. I have a theory about how he handles little birdies in his ear, which I'll get to later. And it applies to this situation, <laughs> so I'll put a pin in it. Okay. Anyway, Clayton's like, let me get my mind straight. Walks 20 feet away. Still <laughs> One in of Clayton's sight. classic moves is just calling him <laughs> abrupt time, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Capital T. I need some time here. This is where I think the producers were like, all right, dude, you know, Shanae was bullshitting. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Because what, what changed between the time he <laughs> walked away? Nothing changed, but his decision seemed to be different. So it makes me think they were like, all right. We've reached our breaking point with Enough this. Enough bullshit. Enough. You got to get rid <laughs> Give of it to Shanae. You should be. see the stuff she said to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Clayton returns, offers Rose to Genevieve. She accepts. They walk away. She looked more relieved than anything. Not like happy about getting the rose. She was like, finally. Well, this she, again, she's, she knows what's going on here. There's no love connection here between <laughs> these two. The winner of a two-on-one isn't going anywhere. No. <laughs> It's not happening. Sinead had a look on her face like, dude, like producers, you guys told me I would be getting, this. I thought we were, <laughs> thought everything was going to plan here. <laughs> What'd you make the celebration? 
Over the top. One of the girls had a stone cold Steve Austin double drink pour down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I've ever seen someone drink two drinks like that. They were popping champagne on the balcony. This was the same reaction as when Chad was left in the yeah, river. This was, this was Chad. It's but like the end of Return of the Jedi. Even more excited. These girls were going nuts. Yeah. Can you imagine? Poor, she had two things of champagne in her mouth at once, upside down. Can you imagine how bubbly that would be, Rim? Oh, no, I would not like that. Oh my god, I don't I like that at all. And then they have Genevieve. So they have Genevieve and Clayton viewing the falls from above. Mm-hmm. They put Shanae on a boat. She was getting soaked, absolutely drenched. Not not the not the big. It wasn't as good grand as, finale you were hoping yeah. for. Yeah. You want it to be like nobody is in sight, but someone's driving that boat. They also had a close-up shot of her, so there's someone right next to her. It's just, it's hard for me to suspend disbelief and understand, really think that she was, Yeah, I want in them to be alone and feel danger, alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to be, okay? And I didn't get that. I She's probably d- on a boat, like a tour boat. <laughs> no, I don't, she was on the, the regular tour boat, I would have preferred a lifeboat. It a had, lifeboat you know, would have been better. Be like yeah. precarious. Someone rowing, manually rowing. Her rowing, just her on the lifeboat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be better. With like floaties. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought it was a kind of a weak exit for her too. We didn't get like a big speech or mm-hmm. a bunch of tears or anything. I I thought it was for how much time she got on this show. She didn't get that much time leaving. Yeah. I would have preferred also Genevieve and Clayton and a helicopter viewing up from above Shanae with on the, the helicopter lifeboat. making it treacherous for her, like the wind blowing <laughs> yes, because of the exactly. helicopter. <laughs> Having said that, I still give it a three out of five. Uh, oh, it gets the half point bump because it's been so long since we've had a two on one. That can't be overstated how long since we've had a yeah. true two on one. Good point. One stays and one goes. And I didn't know how it was going to end until. It did. No. I, up to the end, I thought Genevieve was going home. When he asked her that question, very accusatory. Yeah. I gotcha. It's over. <laughs> You're an actress. <laughs> and we've talked about it before, but pursuing a career in acting. Also, she definitely is pursuing a career in acting. Yeah, for I saw, sure. I saw she's like a waitress in, in LA. It's like, okay, yeah, all most of these people are pursuing it doesn't if they live in la they're probably pursuing a career in acting (laughs) and most of these people are from la so what's the problem they it's just it's an old trope on the show for it to be like well you can't trust the actor or the actress they're just trying (laughs) because you know they could be faking it they're just trying to get trying to get some gigs yeah (laughs) although (laughs) you know if that's what you're doing you gotta i assume you should say that but anyway yeah cocktail party clayton arrives he says hey i sent shanae home I know you guys are happy about that because I there's a lot of singing and carrying on <laughs> in the elevator. I, th- I found that to be a funny line, AB, and I call that Clayton actual Clayton. Oh, actual funny, Clayton. thinking on mm-hmm. his feet, yeah, loose, just relaxed. You don't see actual Clayton very no. often. You see Bachelor Clayton. He doesn't say much. He doesn't emote much. Bachelor Clayton sucks. I'll say he it. Doesn't, yeah, he sounds like every other lead. Well. I think all leads are like this for the most part. What yeah. matters is how what the ratio is. Bachelor Clayton to actual Clayton is 90-10. Yeah. 
So that's a that's a, that's a tough thing to balance. I wish we'd get more of actual Clayton. Yeah, I hear you. Clayton. Just my two cents. What'd you make on uh, about Sarah's one-on-one time here? Uh, Sarah's talking about how confident she is. I was confused. I, but I think I'm just wrong. I think I'm wrong. I think we're off on this. I think I'm just. I think. I am dead wrong about Sarah and Clayton and the connection there. She goes first and she talks about how confident she is and how real things are. Starting to get serious. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean real life? Starting to get real. You're There's... on a dating TV show. All I know is I watched this and I thought she seems like she likes him a lot. And this kind of came agree. out of nowhere. And she feels really confident. Yeah. Uh, Rachel one one time. How long until they make out? Over under eight point five seconds is what the note I wrote. It was a little bit over, but not much. little over. Not yeah. much. Yep. Uh, a lot of whispering. A lot of whispering. She whispers. She cuts him off again while they're. She he's talking to her. Says something about I really want to kiss you right now, and then they whisper back and forth for a little bit, and. uh that move continues to be great. <laughs> She's batting a thousand. <laughs> She's knocking it out of the park with those whispers. Okay, it works they, they, every these time. Two love making out. It makes them. It makes them feel like they're in. They're not on the show. I feel like. Mm. Like they're the cameras can't pick up what they're saying. I I wouldn't be surprised if independently they describe their interactions as. It's like no one is. A, it's like we're on a world <laughs> yeah. all our own. I could see them saying that. <laughs> and it kind of is. Because here's the thing, Rim. The cameras can pick it up and the the, the mics can, but all the people in the room, oh. like live, they're not actually hearing hear it. it live. They're having to, they're <laughs> like having to go back and turn it up to catch yeah. it. So it is like they're in their own room. Okay? Yeah. And they're behaving as if they're not. They're behaving <laughs> they're, as if no one is yeah, watching. They, they every are. time they're together, they're they rolling are. around or doing something. They're wrapping <laughs> appendages. It's like they're alone. This is a connection. That's oh the- my goodness, <laughs> one of the great connections of all time. You can't. You got to peel these two apart from one another. They got to shoehorn them out says, of there at the end of this. She whispers to him, "You have no idea how I'm feeling right now." And then Clayton whispers back, "I'm feeling the same way. I think I do know." And then he goes, I love you. How do you couldn't pick it up though? <laughs> These two are something else. Yep. Clear well, cut favorite it's in clear my cut. eyes. It's clear, clear cut. cut. You see how these did these two kids look at each other? Are you kidding me? <laughs> then there's some various hangout time. There's a shot of uh Teddy playing pool with him. And then out of nowhere, a ton of Mara Marinara talk. Mara uh took over this episode she did for like an hour she was the she i would love to get a count of how many separate interview scenes we saw of her she was basically narrating the rest of the show she really was she was (laughs) loving it too there was probably five points where i was like well this is where where mara is either sent home or eliminates herself exactly and she's still here she's still here after this episode She was talking like, you know what, I've had it. And then five scenes later. (laughs) Well, it was always, she would end the, so we'd go to break. She'd be talking and being like, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. And then we'd come back from break and she'd be like, well, I thought about it. And I think I'm going to (laughs) stay. Happened like three or four times. We need you. We we lost tonight. We need you to do something. You're all we got. Yeah. 
They, uh, she had some one-on-one time, loves to feed people, so she brought some poutine. This was night one stuff. Feeding, physically feeding the lead is night one stuff. It's night one. And then what else is night one is Serene interrupting within two minutes. Yeah. And then complaining about how quick... Th- I mean, this is night one. This is all night one stuff. <laughs> We're past cutting in on each other. We really For are. At this We're past yeah. that. It's like five people It's here. too late. <laughs> it's too late. So she's upset outside. Marlena's comforting her. Mara's crying. And that'll do it. Cocktail party's over. That was it. Jesse yeah. shuts the studio down. <laughs> Anything else you want to mention here? Uh, no, they did. Besides Rachel and Sarah, we didn't get a lot of time with anybody. Clay, Teddy did the thing with the pool. Hunter, I think, maybe talked to him at some point. I wrote here, keep an eye out for Hunter. Uh, I don't know why you'd write that. Bad note. Uh, Eliza <laughs> and Clayton were laughing together. Let's see what else we got here. Susie and him go outside and kiss on the balcony. That needs noted. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, And that was it. Rose ceremony. Mara says, one other comment. Mara says, I feel like I'm so far behind. What's the point of trying to catch up? And I wrote here, you're right. You're right. There's no point. She's absolutely right. (laughs) There's no point. You should send yourself home tonight. This was even before the date card made it clear she... Someone else yeah. is getting a second one-on-one. Even before that, it was like, yeah, there's no catching up. For you, you got there. no chance. There's always <laughs> someone in this little pocket. <laughs> where they have no chance. Uh, where they have no chance and everyone way else behind. is really settling in relationship-wise. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward. And you're doing poutine on night 15, you know? <laughs> okay, let's go to the rose ceremony. Okay. Rachel has a group date rose. Genevieve has a two-on-one date rose. And Gabby has a one-on-one date rose. The roses in order are Sarah... Big Rose order. Sarah, Serene, Susie, Teddy, who, in my view, has slowly gone from projected number one seed to play in game. She is Michigan. This is Juwan Howard's Michigan this season. The thing is, she's not doing anything. No. She didn't take any L's. I'd I'd compare it to a mid major in football that's like ten and zero, but they they keep falling down the rankings despite not losing because she's not beating any. She's not doing anything. A non power five school. She hasn't saying. done anything. To, she's undefeated still. She's yeah, had no Cincinnati. bad moments. But yeah, she's Cincinnati. But she's probably not getting in the playoffs. Mm-mm. Look at you with your knowledge. Yeah, college football. <laughs> college TV. football guy. <laughs> And then followed by Eliza and Mara. Exclamation mark point. Mara? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she was getting it here. I don't know why I thought that, but Marlena, I would call a mild surprise exit, mostly because AP had her on her had her on his power rankings last week. Yeah. And we've at least seen her interact with Clayton recently. I thought there was something there. The athlete to athlete, I really did. They seemed to talk a different language than everyone else yeah, whenever they did. they'd be talking. So I thought there just wasn't Maybe a romantic something connection. was there, but yeah, just no romantic connection. The fourth spot, I, I won't fault you for putting in there. The fourth spot was basically a wild card spot mm-hmm. the last couple weeks. Yeah. So they're leaving Canada. Who went home? Marlena and Hunter? Hunter, yes. Okay, so the two people I've said keep an eye on. Was the keep an eye on Hunter a serious keep an eye on? Hunter In the like moment, that. I wrote it in the moment. Sometimes we write things. Yeah. That's why you got to go back. <laughs> go through your notes. Hunter is like, uh, who was that on Survivor this season who wasn't in the first four episodes? 
yeah. I forgot. You, you, <laughs> I know, know, what you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hunter has yeah. barely been on at no, all. She's barely and she on. never gets a to the camera. I don't think she moment. had a single interview comment. Probably not. <laughs> Time to leave Canada. They're going to Croatia. Now we're talking. This is now we're talking, Jesse. The real deal. No you offense told to Canada. Us three weeks ago. It's Canada the same, no, it's listen, the same land mass. I need a separate Canada land mass. It doesn't count. I'm sorry. It does not count. I know technically <laughs> it counts, but it, it doesn't count. And frankly, this is the real reason why you really want a rose here. Why you need to scramble to get a rose. I'm going to go somewhere you've never, you're never going to have a chance to go to again and never would ever go to. So devastating for Hunter and Marlena. Mm-hmm. Havar, Croatia. Clayton shows up, announces an immediate one-on-one with Teddy. Everyone Teddy. knew it. Had to be Teddy. Do you make anything of this being the first overseas one-on-one? Or am I reaching? You're reaching. <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> Big time. I don't find that. This isn't like when they go, when Michelle went to Minnesota and it was like, whoa, Joe got finally got She was waiting for Joe, yeah. That, it's not this situation. No. I like when contestants say things that make it seem like they're viewers too someone in the group was like teddy has lost some steam recently she hasn't been getting, like you know she hasn't been yeah. on the screen much um elephant in the room is that is that mara is not getting a one-on-one date so i figured i could see her leaving on her own before the night is over or getting a one-on-one date and not getting a rose on it those are I- mara's potential outcomes for now i would just if i was her i would just make a day of it you know i I'm not recording anymore. I'm going to go experience Croatia. You guys can't do shit to me. Okay? I'm going to be walking around. I don't care if you even get me a plane ticket back. I don't care. I'm not doing anything anymore. I'm just going to make an experience of this. You might see me in the back of the one-on-one day doing my own thing in the in the city. That's what I'm doing had that been me. Oh, that, well, it's going to her. Well, okay, I'll see you guys later. I'll catch you. Don't I have might to worry come about back. me. Don't, don't have worry. to worry about me. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. I'm good. If you Thank want me you. to come back for anything else, I'll do it, but I'm I'm going to go do me. I like that sentiment. However, I think Mara loved being the bubble uh team on this episode. Well, yeah, she's thinking paradise. So, <laughs> she was and she's going to paradise. This. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh the one-on-one date with Teddy, daytime. It's rainy. Throw some pennies in the middle of the mall. This was fun. I love a good walk around a new place, city date. I didn't like that it was raining. I thought they could have given him a bigger umbrella. That umbrella goes without was saying. Small. The umbrella was tiny. She was barely fitting under it, and his shoulders were getting wet. Um, yeah, that's but it was fair. fun. But you have to. You know what you got to do with the umbrellas too. Small. You got to get, get close. You got to get close. Yeah. But no, I agree with that. You took the words right out of my mouth. And I'm uh, new listeners. This is not bullshit. AB has long no. been a fan of sauntering around town I like, squares I like, and open air malls. <laughs> I like doing all sorts of stuff in a city market. Yeah. Oh, try Might not thing. Ha- yeah, that's just something I would like to <laughs> oh, do. Look at these. I enjoy seeing it. Chotsky's. These little Chotsky's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see. This is fu- that's fun. Other than that, nothing, literally nothing happened on this portion. They got some the ice day. cream. They looked at the shops. It's raining. Uh, this was big time ice cream shops. That was a awful. lot of shops with just shops. E's at the end and two P's. Yeah. We didn't get any. There was nothing here. Nothing. 
zilch. Worries me for Teddy, in fact. Yeah. Let's go to the nighttime. She teases, I got something to tell him that she's nervous about. Teddy and Clayton. One on one date, nighttime. I had a tough time taking notes here, I'll admit. She speaks kind of rapidly. Probably nervous about her big reveal, which is that she's a virgin. She comes right out and says it. Boom, drops it on your head, Clayton. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. I think she said, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> you want to know what the reveal is? I'll tell you. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> she talks Something- about how her mom had a baby at a young age uh, and didn't want to make the same mistake she had growing up, but she's not waiting for marriage. She's just, just waiting for love, for so love. she's also revealing she's never been in love. Mm-hmm. What'd you make Clayton's response? Uh, the man was stuttering. I think he was taking yeah, it was off guard. <laughs> it, was it was another bad he one. Said, he said, I would have never known. It's a weird thing to say. You would have never known. You can just tell by looking at someone. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't of course you'd never know. You know you don't you you can't you know, know. You, you, you can't don't know, know until you know. <laughs> How would you know? What do you, what do you mean I'd never have oh, known? Oh, wow, really? <laughs> never known. Looking at you, I'd never know that. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about, Clayton? What are you talking about? Clayton's uh, Clayton's initial response to certain things are, are usually like C, C, C. They're C. Yeah. C minus D. I was, I was very D going plus. minus or plus. I'll just say let's see. But then his secondary, as the conversation goes on, I think he consistently improves he from gets the better. low bar. Yeah. The secondary discussion is always better than the initial, which is like, whoa, no shit. I would have never known. Huh. Could have fooled me. It's not nefarious. It's just like, oh, not quite. Kind of missed the he mark on that one. Yeah, you didn't. Then he started, you're right, though. He asked her, have you, because she mentions that well, actually, this is a bad question, too. She he asks if, have have you ever been in love? And she just said she's a virgin and she's waiting to be in love. So she's obviously never been in love. I don't think he asked that in a yes or no manner. He, I think he brought it up and wanted to so you've direct never been in love, the conversation yeah. to, I don't know, like relationship history type of stuff or why she feels sure whatever. Yeah. But they, they talk about, you know, yeah, vulnerability, I suppose. It's, it's, she hasn't felt this much trust with a man. A big burly man like Clayton, especially this early, <laughs> she feels safe with. Who was uh, the guy in the NWO who wore the the leather chaps and sunglasses and had like a mustache or a goatee and kind of long hair? I don't even think he was that tall. It was probably a bad. <laughs> anyway, she... Buff Bagwell? No, no, no. He he didn't talk. He was like an enforcer type. Anyway, I don't know so, who you're talking about. Uh, me neither. Rick uh, Rude? Anyway, Cla- was he ever in there? Rick Rude? <laughs> Ravishing no, Rick Rude? No, but Ravishing Rick Rude would be a good comparison for Clayton. <laughs> okay. She hasn't, anyway, she hasn't felt this much trust with Clayton. Good li- active listening from Clayton here, I noted. Eye contact, nodding. And to the camera, he mentions, it's exciting to know I could be the first person she falls in love with, but it carries a lot of weight. He offers her the rose. They make out under the moonlight on a rocky beach. What did you make of the the finale to this date? No fireworks. Well, I'm looking at this picture of NWO right now. And there's, I don't know who this guy is. I assume this is who you're talking about. Well, I described him perfectly. There's no doubt about that. He's wearing a leather coat. He's got leather gloves on. He's got a hat. He's got long hair. He's tall as hell. 
I don't know who this man is. Never seen him before in my life. Well, that's <laughs> who I'm talking about. That's who you're talking about, though. <laughs> I know that's who you're talking about. I got nothing to say here about this nighttime. Okay, but what did you make of this date? What did you make of... Do you th- Does Teddy... Uh, did this interaction reveal anything to you that would change no. the way you feel about Ch- Teddy's chances of being I the think, final choice? Oh, I think my opinion on Teddy making it far- farther in this show has it's i thought she was a lock and now i don't think that it's it's gone down i didn't see it there but again i haven't seen it there with anybody except rachel rachel on one-on-ones so i've i've seen enough at this point to know are you gonna move her well we'll wait till the power rankings i just am ready to declare that i will never have teddy ahead of rachel in my (laughs) rankings until Rachel is sent home before Teddy. There's just no... I just have seen enough from the no connections scenario. now to know. Yeah. There's, I, you know, we've seen yeah. it with Rachel and Clayton. Can't put that out with a a plain douse in water. Do we use a forest fire <laughs> adjective already with them? And with Teddy and Clayton, it's not the same. I agree. Back at the house. Day card. Serene. Rachel. Susie. Gabby, Eliza, Genevieve, Mara. Mm. Do you think Sarah faked this surprise? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm getting into... You know what that means. You're getting the second one-on-one, the first. <laughs> oh, so we're done? This can't possibly mean home? I'm getting a one-on-one. Do you guys think... Do you think this... it was editing? They kept making it look like she was like laughing about it, Sarah. Some inappropriate laughter. In the face of some people that haven't had one-on-ones. And then they, sh- yeah, they yeah, kept yeah. cutting back and forth between uh, Mara crying and Sarah kind of laughing. That's some- that I think felt- it was embellished. She was probably yeah. laughing at something someone said specifically. I don't yeah. think she was just like... <laughs> giggling about it. <laughs> Inappropriate giggling. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, she got a second one-on-one. This is how out of... This is how wrong I am about this season. I thought in my head maybe he's doing this to send her home. I didn't take this as oh, a positive for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. You're out of it. That's the most out of it line I've ever heard from you. <laughs> I don't see it with these two. Let's take a quick break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Group date, daytime. This is what you're talking about. Mare's. You know, she was ready to go. Different mood. Hey, not a different mindset. Yeah. She goes, I'm a, I have a different mindset today. I'm still jealous. 
So the mindset <laughs> is not different. It's the same mindset. I'm just going to act different about it. I'm just going to yeah, have a better attitude. You, Rim, you have to stay positive despite overwhelming evidence that you're going home. Sometimes you just have to stay positive. She, so good on her. She's going to go big because she's sure as hell not going home. And then little po- little like pose in a... There's a lot of... Mara had a lot of like mm, pose, shoulder. <laughs> Some Knights of Croatia prepared a set of quests to determine who has the most dedication to Clayton or something along those lines. Uh, the Game of Thrones outfits were cool. I'll say it. They were... This looked like a fun <laughs> dressed up party at the very yeah, least. This is cool. Did you like any of the... Were you, what did you think of the quests? Uh, if you want to call them that. Left a lot to be desired. I was underwhelmed. I need some uh, treasure hunt. What is it? Scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. A quest in, implies a journey. Distance traveled. Yeah. Quests can't take place all in one small area. And they sped through it. Mm. I didn't. Yeah, I don't. It's, this, this date didn't do it for me. It included fear factor eating, and that's usually something I enjoy. Didn't do it for I, me here. I kind of like that because it wasn't, they didn't seem to be forced to have to finish. No, it was most just of them were just like, no, discussing. fuck this, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then some other people were just eating. It wasn't a competition. It was just, do you guys want to eat these? No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the only two that were eating were Serene. Uh, at one point, Serene was squishing the eyeballs and sucking the juice. I, don't, I feel like that in itself, has earned her the win there. I agree. Who was the other one? Um, Mara, fighting oh. for a goddamn life out here. <laughs> Do you have anything on the express your feelings no. uh, warrior challenge? <laughs> no, not at all. Were you impressed by Mara's uh, rhyme off the top of her head? Mara, yeah, it was a cute poem. And she, she even after she was done, she's like, "Yeah, I killed that. That was that was fire." No, no, I didn't. Uh, I thought this was weird. I didn't get enough explanation on what the goal was or what the assignment was, so I didn't know what was going on here. And they rushed through it. We didn't see everyone, so yeah. I remember on Hannah's season there was the Highlander Games, and it was a competition, and we griped about that because the rules were bent and yeah didn't seem to be on the up and up i am pining for those days compared, <laughs> compared to, to this. this if you're gonna dress up like this and call these quests i wouldn't mind some quests Is it too maybe much to a ask? scoreboard something along those lines what's going on Serene was, uh, since she ate the eyeballs, the fish eyeballs, with seemingly no hesitation. Squishing the eyeball juice in her mouth. Would you do that? What's your... Sure. Yeah, I would do. I got no issue issue with eating stuff. I really don't. Wow. She was named the one true knight or the something. Gets carried out by him. Yeah. Then they make out as well. That was... I thought this was a bad date. At least how it was presented to us. I don't disagree. Might have just been how it was presented to us. Group date nighttime. It's time to have some deeper discussions. Meet and family soon. Let's let's jump into Rachel. How about that? Yeah. Longest discussion they've had. And it the makeout was delayed because Clayton asked 
hey, hometowns are coming up, you know, generic, you think everything's going smooth. What did you make you think, of this discussion? That is a weird ask. Uh, you think we're heading in the right direction here? Do we need more time or what's going on? And kind of scared her a little bit. Then she starts whispering. Uh, we still, we have yet to see a real conversation between <laughs> these two and, and what uh, life will look like. I'm concerned about that, but the connection is serious. Is it enough of a concern to overlook the fact that she declared she's falling in love with him? Or falling for him, excuse me. I am falling for you so hard and I'm terrified. I truly want you to know that I don't have a doubt in my mind. About meeting her family. About, yeah, about bringing you home to my family. I, uh, she's the front runner. I don't know what Done to tell deal. you. This is where she, you usually say something like that. How many dates do we have until hometowns? One-on-one dates? How many, how many weeks? Uh, probably. Is it going to be this one and then, is it, are they going to be saying next week? Hometowns are. Next week. You know, whoever gets know. a rose hey. this next week. The way, the fact that these rose ceremonies are in the middle of episodes consistently, I don't know. I think we might have a week and a half before we have the rose ceremony that gets us to Two hometowns. Two full rose ceremonies before hometowns? Yeah. There are nine people left. And we got to take it to four. Yeah, at least two. Probably two and three. Probably two and three. Two and three, yeah. While Clayton is kind of seemingly finalizing, you know, handshake hometown deals. <laughs> so I just gave one to Rachel. You want one? I got I got three more to give out. Doesn't really matter who the other three are. Mara is going on and on about how great Clayton is. She's the oldest one here, so she's ready for marriage. Unlike some of these younger contestants, quote, not everyone else is wife material or of wife age. Unfortunately for Mara... Clayton is probably fine with not finding a wife as well. So I don't think that's <laughs> automatically going to get you. I read something along. I can't even remember where I read it, but a stat about Clayton sending home basically all of the older the women. Yeah. In comparison to each other. Like all, most of the young women are still here. That interesting. Yeah. Well, I, it does seem like Mara had friendships with some and of the late 20s, early 30s people, and now they're all gone, and she feels like she's on an island, and half the people left are 10 years younger than her, or something like that. That's the yeah. That's what it seems like she's I think that's just the case. I throwing think that's, caution to the wind. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the case. I think he's letting go of most of the people older than him. Mara one on one time. Her last scene on the show is what I called it at the time. <laughs> she says, hey, you want a wife? You want kids? But you're giving these roses to, you know, the younger contestants. It's hard. <laughs> I've done everything you've asked. And then being the last rose and then not getting a one-on-one -on -one slap in the face. Clayton should have seen that critique coming because there are two people who haven't gotten a one-on-one -on -one date at all. You're bound to upset them if someone else gets a second. That's just how it yeah. goes. I feel like he probably should have been prepared to address he that wasn't. concern. He wasn't. So he just takes it, he pivots it to who Mara thinks isn't ready for marriage. So she claims some of them have said out loud that they couldn't imagine being engaged in two months. What do you make of that? Is, that, is she making stuff up? 
Well, of course, we'll never know. I I have no doubt that some people say stuff like that. But I feel like maybe you shouldn't, even when the cameras are off, because someone will use it against you. Yeah. Because they should all feel that way. It's lunacy, what, <laughs> what the situation there is. You th- that's the sane thing to think, is I can't imagine being engaged. Like, At the end of this. It's insane for Mara to think she can imagine being engaged to Clayton at the end of this process of where is. they barely know each other. Like they haven't had much time together to this point. So that's the rational thought process. But I, so I think people say it and Mary use that against them. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right. It so, seems I- irrational for her to be ready to marry Clayton. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb show. When you think about it, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he's like, I ended this conversation just wondering, where do we go from here? Marin Clayton. Yes. Why is she not going home? I think she is. He was just trying to get information about the people he (laughs) might actually propose to. That seemed like a, I'm out of here. Yeah. Here's my last. It was an exit interview. Here's my last (laughs) things on the way out about the (laughs) culture here. Yes. Let me tell you about your culture. It's broken. He's on my way out. <laughs> he says, well, all right, I'll keep an eye out. Thanks for the heads up. Kept her. Then they just left each other. Nope. No, no, no kiss, kiss. No hug. There was a hug, but definitely but not a kiss. Not a real hug. It was a hug from someone who just put their two weeks in. <laughs> and then Clayton surmised that Mara was talking about Sarah. I don't know if she mentioned Sarah by name, but that's who we think she's talking about. As someone not ready and explicitly saying, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Back with the group, Clayton offers Rachel the rose. Obviously. Rachel is like, she is the Taylor Swift at award shows of these group dates. <laughs> what? Me? The group date rose? Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. You guys damn near You're the overwhelming favorite. <laughs> you had a killer Me? year. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, of course you won album of the year. I can't believe I won this good, award. Good, good analogy. Please. You knew it. We have a, you think we have a connection? You just told them you're falling in love with them. Yeah. So this is no surprise. There's no one else close. Come on. Back at the hotel. Love this scene. Really? Really? Well, it was... Because it was, it, I hated this scene. I can tell. It was a throwback to... I mean, I don't know. We just haven't had a scene like this in a while. What did you think it was when he got... So Clayton got a Mara, for certain. I thought it was Mara. Clayton got a Clayton got a card. I can't remember what the oh meet me at the clock tower. Yeah, and someone had doorbell ditched him. They're out. They knocked Doc Brown. Nobody there. That's yes. The <laughs> yes. So you thought it was Mara. I thought coming to say her goodbye. This whole episode up to this point, I thought Mara's going to self eliminate and she's going to make a show of it because she's loving this. What did you in your, the bubble? in your head? What did you think? Why wouldn't she just be at the door? Why would you doorbell bitch if you're if it's uh, something negative? It's more dramatic. <laughs> so you get, you get more time. You get what do you mean? <laughs> would you would you rather send yourself home on the TV show in the hotel room hall in the hotel hallway or at the clock tower? <laughs> you want to do it at the clock tower. That's how I do it. 
<laughs> Meet me at the clock tower. I'm up there. I'm like, listen, I'm I, for some I'm reason, did not think it was Mara. I thought it was someone else. I really did. Well, I'd convinced myself to that point that she was going to self- self-eliminate. So you thought it was someone else doing the A same thing, wanting thing. time. Yeah. I did. Well, he heads to the clock tower, and he meets Susie. Which Susie was just him. on the one-on-one, right? No, the, been not weeks. the one-on-one. The group. She was just on yeah. the group date that ended that day, right? Let me scroll up and confirm. I believe I'm. I'm pretty sure, unless yeah, she definitely was because everyone got a date. This everyone week. was. Yeah. Yeah, but you know how group dates are. She felt like she needed more time. That's the story you're you're buying. Well, I'm buying it in the context of she had an early one-on-one date. Other, she sees other people leapfrogging her. She's got to pull a stunt to get back in the mix. I think it's hard to argue that this wasn't successful. It was very successful, but it felt extremely forced. It felt like when you remember when I hated Roman Reigns because WWE was Never pushing him as it. the as the top dog. This felt like the producers. Oh, you want to compare that to Roman Reigns? I can. You can convince me to hate this. <laughs> I hated this. I was. Bo- I was ready to. You could. If I wasn't by myself, I would have been booing this. Mm. What happened here? This felt like a forced. We're pushing this person to the top. That's okay. what this felt to That's me. That's an interesting perspective that I kind of agree with. However, this is why I didn't mind it because usually these situations are. Like Jed with Hannah, you go to the person's room unannounced, catch them off guard, force your way in, you know, force yourself to have time. This was, hey, you want to come to the clock tower? I'll be in the clock tower. <laughs> no, it was not that. <laughs> you don't want to come to the clock tower? Don't no. come to the clock there's tower. There's no situation he's not going to the so clock there's tower. There's mystery involved. Official... Like, oh, who's at the clock tower? I'm going to go here's check this the, out. Here's another thing. He's so Clayton's thinking this was a negative thing. He thought like you that it was going to be Mara. You could tell that by how Probably, he responded yeah. when he found out it was Susie. So it's also pushing this relationship with Clayton. It's tricking Clayton into a having a better opinion of her. You think it's, that you think because pushing, it, it was someone else because it wasn't Mara that he I think this was such a positive experience for Clayton for when he was thinking it was going to be a negative that Susie moved up on his personal power rankings because of this. They're in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they, yeah. they have impacted the show. I think she's getting a hometown now, which I don't I think know she was would going have to anyway. without No, this. I think she was going to anyway, but now it's solid. It's locked up. This is forced. They're yeah, forcing the this sh- title onto show. Susie. <laughs> Next Bachelorette Susie is what this That's what this was. felt like to me. <laughs> She's being pushed along when she doesn't deserve it. Not that she doesn't deserve what it. I don't deserve want to come off as anti-Susie, but it seems like this was, you, we like you, the producers like yeah. you. Let's give you a nudge. She got a second one-on-one for no reason. Happened. Yeah, she got, this was, she got, this was effectively a one-on-one. Yeah. This was as much of a one-on-one as <laughs> just as much Sarah as, one-on-one. Yeah. So we've have two people that have one-on-ones. They gave her a, a card written by whoever writes the cards. That is someone's job is to write those cards because it's been the same handwriting. <laughs> yeah, for it's decades. the same handwriting. <laughs> anyway, here's the one-on-one Boo. time. I didn't hate this. I didn't hate this. It's very strange for me not to hate this. I'm the season. Anyway, she was worried about losing her ground. Maybe he doesn't buy any of this, so I'll just run down. She sees the future <laughs> with him. This felt especially when when something on The Bachelor has raised yeah. a red flag with me. 
as being the person close. who loves this stuff, <laughs> you know, they really crossed a line. <laughs> I suppose my thing is like they do this. This happens all the time. Of course, though. But at least make it feel like you're not in the one doing it. Like make it seem like it's a surprise visit. Something. So you think that because the card element and it seemed like it wasn't Susie's own doing. So when Jed, Had for example, to goes Susie, to Hannah's room, that comes off as Jed at under least his sure. own volition making the decision to do it. This felt like Susie felt like was you gave her put a, in the position. It felt like you gave her a one-on-one that Clayton didn't ask for. Mm. <laughs> you nailed that line. <laughs> okay. I felt yeah. like Mara saying that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Let, wow. it linger. Wow. Let it linger. I killed that line. <laughs> Good point, <Both>. Alex. Mm. <laughs> That's how Mara was. Good point, Mara. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> wow, I really killed that. All right, I get. I, I, I felt. I, That's how no, I felt. I this felt that. forced. And that, considering <laughs> that we're talking about Bachelor, when everything's forced and everything's producer driven, that was my hang up. All right. Yeah, I had a problem. I like with it. it. I, hey. I, I think you might be, I get that. That makes more sense than how I felt, where I was just like, oh, cool. I didn't really think about it that <laughs> much, cool. obviously. Cool. Oh, neat. A surprising thing. Well, you were always a Roman Reigns apologist, too. No, I hated Roman Reigns. I said they should have turned him heel uh, 10 years ago. I've always been a no, they should have turned him heel thing. Look at him now. T- it took a long time. That, <laughs> unbu- that rimbust unbusted. Yep. Anyway, she's going to be more, vo- she, okay, so she says, hey, we had our date. Swept off my feet, but now I'm seeing you form these other connections. I'm putting up walls, so I'm going to be more vulnerable. Then she goes, despite everything I just said, I'm falling in love with you, basically. It makes no sense for me to say this is how she started. And then she goes, I am falling in love with you. Clayton loves it. She's a lock for hometowns. Yeah. Anything else about it? Current hometowns locks are Rachel, Susan, and Sarah. I felt like it was tricking Clayton emotionally because he because of the expectation that this was going to be a bad a yeah. bad conversation well, like he felt like he was walking to the principal's office and he was about to break up with someone but instead he's just having a, a one-on-one i don't know that's fair no and then we have no way of knowing if they said hey this could be so and so wanting to leave we don't know but he, just, he certainly thought this was not based going on to his be good. reaction. It seemed real relief when it was her. No question, no question. <laughs> serious relief. No question. It could have been anyone. That's what I'm telling you. Any, I think this pushed her ahead, and it could have been anyone, and it would have pushed them ahead based on the situation. Well said. I love how much you cared about that segment. Honestly, I we got a lot of juice. We got a lot of juice about the, on that. I like that. Yeah. At the house, Mary and Gabby are talking. And Mara was like, Sarah's too young to get married. Yeah. Maybe she won't get a rose on this one-on-one date. Just, you know, just nonsense from Mara. <laughs> Bachelor kind of tipped us to this whole feud last week. Remember when Mara in, uh, is there Sarah? Is that her mm-hmm. name? <laughs> Don't yeah. even. Girl, Maybe they got the second on one-on-one. <laughs> Sarah and, and Mara were roasting each other at the roast with some actual digs. That's correct. And they were being kind of mean to each other. And we just played that off as a roast thing. I think they were tipping off a little bit of a mm-hmm. feud here last week, and we just didn't Story catch it. Story arc. Yeah. Clayton and Jesse? Did I miss a scene here? Did they go straight, <laughs> straight to, to Clayton Jesse. and Jesse? Yeah. Yep. 
I think it was meet? that same night as what it seemed like yeah, to me. Four in the morning. After they the meet clock outside. Tower. How late? Uh, I was going to ask you. I did. I missed this in my notes. How late do you think the clock tower happened? Clock tower was post midnight. I agree. Yeah. Seemed late. The witching hour. And then this <laughs> yeah. Jesse time was even later. Three Jesse in the morning. Up and done and ready for the next day to shoot the scenes for the next well, day. He was like, I got my suit on for the next morning. I know. I don't know anything about Jesse, but just looking at Jesse, I know he gets up at the butt crack of dawn. Yeah. I'm certain of that. So I'm sure he was up. This was probably at four in the morning and he was up for the day. Normal time, Jesse. Listen, hair and makeup ain't. You know, Jesse free and easy when you want to look like Jesse looks he gets a workout in wakes up at no question wakes up at four workout in throws in he he has one of those disgusting smoothies he gets some throws in <laughs> yeah. did you say throws in <laughs> yeah he gets some throws in gets some absolute throws in <laughs> he gets his makeup done he then goes Love back the game. gets prepped makeup shower yeah. you don't just jump out of bed like Jesse you gotta prep I- I really like Jesse Palmer. I'll I do stop too. short of the L word. I really like Jesse Palmer <laughs> I do on this too. show. I do too. I like Jesse. They meet outside in secret. This reminded me of a scene in The New Pope, a show I know you haven't seen, but they, they there would be I know like the covert, New Pope vibe though. Yeah, it's it's covert <laughs> meetings yeah. at night outside, you know, in Vatican City. Like it's not don't tell anybody, but that's what it felt like. On the streets and the streets are wet, cobblestone of course, type of stuff. Of course. So Clayton brings up the conversation he had with Mara. She told me I'm now focusing on the right things here. And he came to the conclusion that Mara was talking about Sarah. Mm-hmm. Jesse says, I was scared too, man. And that's kind of how it ended. That's what happened. <laughs> it wasn't great advice. He's like, uh, yeah, you know, hey. Remember, I was the bachelor there? and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I felt the same thing. Don't You really don't want to pick anybody who's not here for the right reasons. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> Any other questions? Clayton, Clayton is constantly. I got to do a hit for the Olympics. He's <laughs> He's constantly calling timeouts and also calling on Jesse. And Jesse does not provide any help. (laughs) That's fine by me. (laughs) Sarah one-on-one date nighttime. No daytime date. So right off the bat, you know this is, there's something weird about this. What were they going to do? It had Mara not... Brought this up. That, was this just going to be a shitty one-on-one where you get half of a... You just get the night? I think they just didn't show us the daytime. They've done that before. Yeah, I, I was wondering if they just didn't show it to us. Hmm. I hate the fact that I know that kind of stuff now. Well, but. that would still be an awkward daytime for Clayton. In the back of his head, he knows he's going to be talking about this at the night. So it probably wouldn't have went well. Sarah toasts to undeniable momentum. <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> and sincerity other things of that nature but Clayton is solemn during this toast Yeah, and he brings up something that was brought to my attention someone told me you're not trying to get engaged is that true he says it was confirmed by someone he said confirmed he said Clayton. confirmed that's, a, just, that's just a wrong choice of words he yeah it really was a, <laughs> nothing was confirmed was, it was just one person said something this is a, <laughs> this here's the definition of a rumor <laughs> Sarah looks like she's going to cry. Says that's nonsense, you know, the opposite of what I said. Well, she probably had just gone through a whole daytime where she had no inclination of anything going wrong. If we if we show live in a world that, where they had a daytime date, yeah. I think we can I, I mean if we're if we're betting on it, gun to my head, 
You don't even need to put a gun to my head. I'll I don't want confidently to. say that they had a daytime. Why would they not? Sometimes they don't. I don't know. They always I, have daytime. We used daytimes. to be, oh, hey, we only can go with what we see on the screen. Now we're reading into stuff. We, we're concocting daytime dates out of thin air. <laughs> Let's not read into this, I suppose. Anyway, after their first one-on-one, she could see herself being engaged to him. Okay. Confirms that she can see herself being engaged at the end of this. Clayton says, I didn't mean to make you upset. Maybe that wasn't your intention, but that was the inevitable outcome. Questioning whether or not she's ready to be engaged. I don't like people using age on this show as a reason they're not ready to be engaged. Oh, please elaborate. What do you mean? Mara is has no reason to say this besides that she's young. No, no, no. Mara claims that she heard Sarah say, I can't imagine being engaged at the end of this. But then in her conversation with Clayton, she says, I've heard it from some people and then also age or something like that. I think she's just throwing that on, like sprinkling that on top as like another factor. I don't think it seems weird to me. The core of Mara's claim is that she heard it. She heard Sarah say then. Yeah. Because if 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 her only thing was like she's too young to be engaged. Clayton wouldn't go to Sarah and be like, I heard you're too young to be engaged. Yeah, that's fair. But they do, to your point, come back to Mara talking about how I wasn't ready to be engaged at 23, so how could Sarah possibly be? Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I've noticed about Clayton's. It just doesn't cross his mind that people who share information with him have ulterior motives <laughs> on occasion. He just doesn't even... He just. On this competition show. He doesn't stop to recognize that maybe the source of information, in this case Mara, has a motivation to mislead him. He just believes whatever the most recent piece of information is. For example, he believes Shanae when she said everything was smoothed over with the group after she apologized. He believes Shanae when she said Genevieve was an actress. He believed Genevieve when she said, I'm not an actress. He believed Shanae earlier going back even further to get Elizabeth sent home. He believed Mara when she said Sarah doesn't want to get engaged. And then he believed Sarah when Sarah said, <laughs> I do. Whatever the most recent piece of information is, he's just like, yeah, that's it. Despite the fact that all these pieces of information are conflicting with one another. It just this like this whole not ready to get engaged thing was. Yeah. A more discerning lead wouldn't have even entertained the That's possibility. The About one of your favorites. Yeah. Your favorite, actually. You just gave her a second one-on-one. That's your favorite, right? So he can be easily persuaded into, uh, you know, throwing his whole season, uh, yeah. f- turning it upside down. Someone could say, hey. I heard Hey, Rachel was Rachel talking last night about she doesn't like you. He would believe that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how illogical it is. He would believe <laughs> that. Yeah, I agree. It's great. After the break, Sarah <laughs> balling in an alley. Clayton Clayton had gotten up at this point. Um, He's also very accusatory when he brings it to them. Yeah. He the, doesn't the, say it like as a question. He's saying it like someone told someone, me this. I believe it. He's saying Defend it like yourself. I believe it. I believe you're not ready because someone told me this. It isn't like, you know, someone brought this up. I feel like I have to, to ask you about it. I don't yeah. I don't believe it. You're one of my favorites. <laughs> you know that. That would be this is this is how I would handle it if I was Clayton. Had that been me. 
But no, he doesn't handle it like that. He says, it's you're true, not ready for you're not ready for marriage, are you? Someone brought this up and I believe it 100 percent before asking you. So. So Clayton returns. Well, Clayton called a timeout there in the middle. I don't know if we caught that, but Clayton, timeout. You know, I need a little time. The timeouts are so he can go get the truth from the producers. I'm convinced. (laughs) Because he left, when he left Sarah, the viewer and Sarah both thought she wasn't getting a rose. Yeah, yeah, just the vibe it was. And then he comes back and he's like, hey, you know. Same with Genevieve earlier. Exactly. You accused her of being an actress in a gotcha moment. You then she said call no. the time. She said no. You call the timeout, and you're like, okay. And then basically change your mind here. off screen. <laughs> you change your mind off screen. He doesn't question her sincerity. Offers her the rose. While this was an emotional event that they shared, I'm not sure I consider this a real. I don't think this was a positive one on one or a good one on one. No, yeah, I'm with you. It's just an. Uh, a, it's a second one on one on her resume. Clayton says Sarah and I are str- in a stronger place than ever. She Wh- said the same thing, too. Why? They kiss. She heads back to the hotel with vengeance on her mind. There's no denying that. <laughs> yeah. It's on. And then they hit us with a to be continued. It's strange how they pick and choose where to use that. I mean, I don't think we got a to be continued on the last episode, which ended in the middle of a date. And here we have it to be continued. It's always to be continued until the final episode. <laughs> this isn't a, this is much less of a cliffhanger than the previous episode. <laughs> we don't have anything we're waiting for. That's what you need to be a to be continued. There has to be something that has abruptly stopped and you're waiting for the resolution of that. That's a to be continued. We're waiting for the season to end i guess but that's you can like i said you can do that on, after every episode then to be continued I think Mara needs to have her stuff back i think Mara needs to have a go bag for when sarah gets back <laughs> okay you ready any other comments on the episode no pretty good we're good at power rankings well let's do power right. rankings three random people and rachel <laughs> that'll be the power no, rankings. no 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 <laughs> i have, for me. I have no well you got tricked by Susie. you probably have Susie yet too <laughs> humiliating <laughs> you got tricked too the big no, push we simply, we simply Vince McMahon push hey did the tricking from the old senile guy Clayton tricked <laughs> did, was Clayton tricked too that's kind of yeah that's Clayton all was tricked all right then that that's all that matters <laughs> that's true good point good point number all right number four is Teddy she's down three spots you had her at one I had her at two so down two spots okay <laughs> I had her at two. She's down to right. yeah. number four is Teddy. Number three is Susie. She's up one. Number two is Sarah. She is up four spots. She was number. F- she was in the four. You five, have Sarah six. at two. Yes, she was sixth last week. So this but was a- she was in a tier with Gabby and Serene. So this was a positive date for you because look- she still got a second two on one. That means she was obviously high on his power rankings. If if I put Susie ahead, just of talking through Sarah. This. Yeah, I know, but and I'm talking through it now too. If I put Susie ahead of Sarah, you you'd say that was humiliating. I think this is a fair. Did, you, did you change it? No. After I said it would be humiliating. No, I would never do that. I'm not scared Integrity. of your judgment. Of my, yeah, I'm a Mr. Integrity. <laughs> <laughs> and number one is Rachel, obviously. Obviously, yeah. So to recap, one Rachel, two Sarah, 
three Susie, four Teddy. Is there anyone that is not in that group of four that should be in your mind? Do you think no. there's anything there with uh, maybe Gabby. Gabby? She would be four. Do you think there's anything five, there with Serene? Maybe. Is Eliza still here? Eliza's still here. Do you think there's anything with Eliza? She hasn't had a one-on-one -on -one date yet. Is that true? <laughs> Eliza has only gotten one date, Rose, and I don't think it was from a one-on-one -on -one date. Okay. I put Serene, Gabby, and Eliza in a tier just outside the top just four. Above Mara, just Mara above Mara. Just above Mara and below the top four. Oh, Genevieve Mara and too. Genevieve are the bottom two. Okay. Yeah. I think those, I think Mare and Genevieve are probably the next two going home. So Yeah, it's hard to argue. It's really difficult for me to imagine him proposing to anyone other than Rachel at this point. Although they're, you know, any combination of the next six they're kind of could sneak into the lurking. top four. They're lurking. They're not nothing. They're not nothing. Let me give you mine. All right, let's hear yours. Yeah. Four. Serene. Three. Susie. Right where I have her, for the record. <laughs> Who am I missing? Teddy, Rachel, Gabby, Sarah, Genevieve. I don't want to put Sarah in here. I don't. Well, do your bit where you have a blank spot. Okay. I'm going to do a blank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen. All right. I'm going to restart. Four. Susie. Three. No, see. Four. Serene. Three. There you go. Susie. I'm going to blank. stick with my opinion on Sarah. I'm willing to go down with the ship. I will not put I her in my that. list. I don't see it. I have a blank spot at two. One, Rachel. I love that. Sarah won't this be on my a list. Stephen A. Smith type. In you the face of stick, all logic, you will stick with your guns. You have to stick guns. to your guns, folks. Love That's that. all this is. Okay, let's jump to the mailbag. 773-234-7794. Last week's question was, who was your dark horse? Mm. Keep in mind, these were written before this episode. Sure. Most of them. Laura from D.C. Y'all are sleeping on Eliza. Mm-hmm. Her chemistry with Clayton is way better than anyone he's been on a one-on-one -on -one with, other than Rachel, of course. Her airtime has been about the same as Teddy's, and other than obviously not getting the first impression, Rose, I think the two of them are pretty comparable in terms of their relationship with Clayton. I'd put her higher in my power rankings than Susie or Sarah for sure. I really hope she gets a one-on-one -on -one in the next week or two, because I agree with you guys that if she doesn't, her chances of hometowns are basically zero. Thank you, Laura. Yeah. 301 area code. I think the dark horse that no one is talking about is Eliza. Clayton wow. said on the group date that she was one of the most beautiful women he's ever seen. They have some cute moments, and I think she's and I think there's something there. She also has gotten a group date, Rose. I feel like she could replace Sarah or Susie in the final four. Susie has star power, which is a funny way to put it given AB's comments this episode, but no real connection with Clayton. And I don't see any connection with Sarah. Also, I don't recall Clayton giving Sarah or Susie anything close to the glowing compliment that he gave Eliza. I think Eliza will get a one-on-one -on -one in the next two weeks. Thank you, 301 area code. I'll say this about Susie. 
And I agree with all those points about Eliza for sure. I, I don't have her in my power rankings because they're simply ju- they're just not showing her. El- Eliza, you're talking about? I'm talking about Eliza right now. She's not my power rankings because they're not showing her. I think that's bad news for her. As she a had no contender. time this episode. She had no time this episode, and she hasn't had a one-on-one yet. Now, those those were written before this episode, of course. Regarding Susie, I think Susie probably doesn't feel that much of a connection with Clayton. I don't think that matters. I think the way he lit up with that stunt means she's locked for her, locked for her fantasy suites, frankly. Wow. Kate in Boo Athens, Georgia. Hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. The Roman, Roman Reigns comparison is, is perfect. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> Here comes Roman Reigns, the WWE champion. Boo. He's supposed to be a he's supposed to be a face, baby face. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Where are we? Kate in Athens. <laughs> AB talking about the epic shots of contestants being left behind after two one after a two on one got me thinking. Since we're finally getting one this season, can you guys do a power rankings of most memorable two-on-one dates? I feel like there have been some very good ones, but maybe I'm just a bachelor historian, as AB calls us veteran viewers. Would love to hear your thoughts and think about the drama of seasons past. I like that idea. Not going to promise anything, but I'm considering putting together a power rankings of funniest two-on-one leaves. That's what it's about. It's about funniest. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, Olivia is number one. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude who got left on a glacier. That was a good one as well. <laughs> Cody from Cleveland. This touches on something we were talking about a little earlier. Slightly off topic, but Clayton's notes app apology about not knowing about some of the intense bullying coming from Sinead to Elizabeth about ADHD got me wondering about when we feel producers should break the facade. That's kind of what I was talking about earlier. And that's what I said. That's how I introed this whole thing. Oh, I was reading something. I acknowledge that. Okay. <laughs> and key the lead in on some of the stuff happening behind the scenes with contestants. If we buy into this show's premise that it's about finding love, does it not feel disingenuous for the producers to let the leads remain ignorant of some people's behavior when it reaches levels of bullying like here? Wow. Curious to hear your thoughts. Thank you, Cody. The show's not about finding love is my <laughs> how I feel about it. The people involved, I, as I've come to reluctantly acknowledge don't have the best interests of the lead at heart. They encourage behavior from people like Shanae or Corinne or whoever else in the long history, Chad. That's what they want. They want to create people that the viewer can hate. So Clayton, I Clayton can believably claim ignorance on not knowing the things that Shanae was saying and doing to the other people in the group. I, I believe that he didn't know that stuff. And I believe the producers chose not to tell him because it it enabled him to keep her longer than he would have if presented with that information. Because that they they work in the interests of the show, not in the interests of the people on it. It's an interesting question. I'd actually I'm I'd like to pivot from my question of the week to have that be the question. Frankly, where do you think where what is the role of the producer? And where should they step in? Should they ever step in to help the lead? I think you're getting a lot of answers uh, from people who would prefer that they did. That they did step. That's what I'm interested in. Because I think I'm I leaning. Think, I think I'm, I'm saying that, they don't, and they're not going to. I know. 
I and I almost lean that way too. To have it be reality TV, you have to act like the camera's not there almost. Right? So if you catch something on oh. camera that the lead that they said to someone else but the lead, you have to the producers have to leave it is kind of what I think. But I'd like to hear what other people think. Should they step in? Oh, that's like a you're looking at it like from a pure hands-off yeah. approach. Mm-hmm. Jordan from Atlanta. Thank you, Cody. Jordan from Atlanta. Follow up from last week's questions. I'm six feet tall and my fiance is 5'2". We leg wrap hug, aka huju, hug jump, about once a month when I'm really on her mind. Okay, Jordan, Jordan, chill. Relax. (laughs) All right, Jordan, relax. Relax, Relax. buddy. All right. All right. We get it. We get it. We get it. There's a lot. You're telling me. I I have a follow-up question to that. Where? <laughs> Safety of your home? See her, you know, Is it in, in public? public? You're doing a double leg wrap? Make out? I think it's weirder to do it in your home than it might be in public. Doing it in the house would be weird. The, the reason to do it is to put on a show. Where everyone, you can tell everyone how much <laughs> I love you question. Please, please let us know in the next mailbag. Last thing uh, Jordan mentioned was I paid almost my whole check for the Bachelor Live on stage VIP tickets in Atlanta. Included a meet and greet, access to food and drinks, and hangout time with the contestants. Sounds awesome. That's very exciting. Jordan, I'm going to tell you right now that prepare to be disappointed by that spread. (laughs) The food and drinks are going to be bad. I'll just tell you that right now. That's something I'm certain about. (laughs) Thank you, Jordan. Kim from Spokane. Bachelor Live on stage. Each city has its own bachelor or bachelorette. The guys mentioned are probably co-hosting with Becca in different cities, respectively. So it's like a scheduled to appear. They're not going to be at every stop. Then eight to ten local random people compete with their cities for their cities. Bachelor bachelorette's final rows during the two hour show. We had one here in Spokane a couple years ago, and it was a hot topic. Thank you, Kim. I'm I'm still confused. I'll be honest. I've, are the people really that the seven guys or how many guys it was? Are they the ones finding love, or are they a, a host? According to Kim, I think it's more of a co-hosting role. So they're not the ones finding love, and then there'll be other guys? We're going to get loads yeah, of regular, emails. Regular dudes. Yeah. We could have just looked it up. Thank you, Kim. This is from a listener in Buffalo. A small bit of Niagara Falls info in case you haven't been. You usually wear a bright colored poncho to go on those boats, and I'm extremely disappointed they didn't make them wear those. And... You can't hear anything when you're on the boat, just the roaring of the falls. So they had to stand in silence and stare at the falls for the extent of the boat ride, which is extremely funny to me. Thank you in Buffalo. So what's next week's question, AB? Next week's question is where do you, where, where do you sit? Tell us your, your opinion on the producers and where the, if they should step in, what their role is on this show. 773-234-7794. Could boil it down to like should they should they have told Clayton about Shanae earlier? Yeah, let's say yeah, we'll just use the example of they find out someone has a boyfriend. Let's say they find out someone has a boyfriend back at home. Is the producers are the producers responsible in telling the lead? Well see ever. what what happens with that is in the case of Cassidy, Cassidy told someone. I know, but what if they didn't tell someone, and what if it's just a cut scene, an interview? What if in an interview, okay. the person says, yeah, I had got a boyfriend back home? Or something worse. Let's say they say something worse. 
Do they have a responsibility to tell the lead or because are are those confessionals like in a church where it's oh, those are <laughs> anything goes in there off the and they're off the record? <laughs> I'd like to know your opinions. I think I think we would all I think we all think the people involved should act morally. I'm saying they are not going to and I don't expect <laughs> I don't them to. I don't think so either. There's a 20 year but history also, of them not doing that. I don't think I am with most yeah. people. I think I I lean towards them not. Shouldn't tell them. 773-234-7794. A uh, quick Rose League scoring update. I had 99 points. 320th out of 688. Uh, 70 people tied for first. We're getting into that zone of the season. Randomize, pick a winner. Randomize, randomize randomize team uh, team go blue let's get somebody else no i'm kidding around <laughs> team go blue congratulations what's wrong Send with us go a message. blue is this is that michigan michigan i got no beef with michigan well, I got, uh, well we got some, a big game coming up on thursday though yeah wow so you do big beef yeah choose to send us else. a <laughs> send us a message you want a sticker we're going to charge you for it. <laughs> no, we'll get you one. Uh, team Madison P is now in the lead in the season standings. Team Mary Tooney dropped from first to 12th. Tough scene. Everyone else was basically holdovers from last week, except for Mary mm. Tooney. Did you do one, AB? No, no, I forgot. I oh, forgot. Okay. I forgot. You got senioritis on this. Guy's <laughs> not doing his homework. Let's hear the Bachelor headline of the week. Uh, the the well's drying up, but I found a funny one. One that made me laugh, at least. This is from Screen Rant. Blake Moynes shares ideas for the perfect Valentine's Day. This made no. me laugh because <laughs> it could be anything, Rim. Really I thought, what you know, it? tantric yoga it could after be underwater of some sort, maybe a syrup factory. So tour. you get a waterbed, you pop it, yeah. and fill it with syrup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> anything. Now, this, it wasn't good. It was normal stuff. He, it was all nature and animals. You know, he's big into oh, animals. Sincere. It was sincere. But when I read the headline, I'm thinking, whoa, this could be anything with this guy. Some sort of <laughs> nude. <laughs> Some nude. <laughs> Something nude that you normally wouldn't do nude, but sticky. <laughs> you know he likes it <laughs> you know you know Blake anytime I see a Blake. headline with him I'm laughing so that's what that's the headline of the week Blake Moyne shares ideas for the perfect Valentine's Day I, just how did that come to fruition who thought like let's who who asked him that question <laughs> I'd like Rosecast uh, fan fiction on what they think is favorite <laughs> next week if you don't mind everybody Oh, man. All right. That's all we got. Thanks for listening. Yep. Have a heavenly day.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.